Hello, my Truth Over Tea fans, friends, and fanatics. I wanted to pre-caution you of the upcoming interview you're getting ready to hear. Considering the unfavorable conditions of the interview, it's going to be rough on the ears. <laughs> but not for the reasons you think. Listen, it's going to be completely appropriate content. Just please forgive the background noise you may hear as you're listening to the 45 to 50 minute interview. It's been a very enriching time with my brother, Mario Sierra. So without any further ado, grab your tea and come join me as we dive into truth over tea. All righty. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. I'm Christopher Vermont, your host over our Truth Over Tea webinar series where we tell the truth over spilling the tea. Now, you guys, if you remember, if you've been keeping up with the podcast thus far, you remember that I said I was going to have a little guest on with you. So we've been... I guess an hour now going on, right? About yeah, an hour. Yeah. Just just chopping it up, you know, getting to know one another a little bit more and getting our kind of our not religious backgrounds, but just our backgrounds. Some of the stuff we believe, some of the stuff that we are doing in our lives today. So um, I have here with you all uh, Mario. How do you pronounce your last name? Sierra. Sierra. So um, we have Mr. Mario here. Um, you guys already know me. I'm going to give you guys just a second or two to kind of get to know him for yourself as we dive into some of these questions about what we've been discussing on truth and balancing with love, truth and love, those things. So um, he has a very good example of that, and um, he's going to tell you about it in here in just a second. So, Mario, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Um, like my brother Chris said, I'm Mario, Mario Sierra. Um, I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God, first and foremost. Um, I'm a son. Mm-hmm. I'm a husband. I'm a father. Um, I'm a friend. I'm a servant. And uh, I think that's 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 everything in a nutshell. I uh, mm-hmm. guess I've been a Christian maybe 11 years, going maybe 12, something like that. Um, been around the world, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> That's right. Um, and yeah, just trying to serve the Lord. I'm not perfect, um, but I have a perfect father in heaven who loves me perfectly. Yes. And so uh, we know how to keep it transparent and 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 real, but also keep it about the Lord. Yeah, that's what we like. So that's that's perfect. It's going to fit in right in what we've been discussing. Um, we were last discussing um, defending the truth or speaking up for whatever you believe and doing it in a loving way. And just some of the conversations we have already had prior to this, we were talking about some of your religious backgrounds, some of your Mm. traditional things you were brought up in, Mm. but then, um, tying it into what we've been discussing and how did that target the LGBT community? And, um, if you can kind of introduce people, how that will or would tie into your personal, um, experience with um, truth and now how you're having to walk in love with that. So maybe introduce us to your family because I think that's where it begins, right? Well, it could even, could even, well, could even probably it, be, be before that. It could, even, it could even be before that. Uh, earlier on, I want to say I was a Christian maybe about four years on fire for the Lord. Um, looking to share the gospel everywhere and anywhere. And um, I have a dear auntie of mine in, in, uh, in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, she was my favorite auntie growing up. I can't don't 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 let my other aunties oh, right, know. Right, right. But but uh, <laughs> she was my favorite auntie growing up, and uh, she was very tomboyish. Had all the fresh sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, no one knew she had boyfriends along the way, but uh, no one knew. And uh, at the right time, she sprung it out that she was gay. Wow. And um and I loved her. I never 
at this time I wasn't a Christian or anything like that. But when right. I became a Christian, um, we never had that conversation. Um, and I just I was sending out uh, a small gospel presentation about who Jesus is and what mm -hmm. he came to do. Um, and I sent that out to everybody on my Facebook Messenger. There's a better way to do that. <laughs> but I was young. I was immature. Right. You're just on and fire. so, yeah, just Sitting on fire for Trying the to set everybody else on fire. Right. So uh, I sent it to my auntie, but I never said anything about homosexuality. Mm -hmm. um, she actually did a snippet of my of my message and put it on her Facebook and made it public for everybody to see. She said, my son, my, my nephew is a bigot. Uh, he hates gays. Mm. Um, and I can't believe that he's putting his Jesus on me. And when I say it was a four day, four days, four day onslaught of bashing me. From wow. Every and Brooklyn is huge. Um, wow. <laughs> New Jersey's oh, yeah. big. And, and so even I, for the gay community. I yeah. It's, it's, it's and, oh, big. man. And so um, and I kept telling her, like, I, I never said anything about you being gay. Right. Um, But the Bible does say that it's a sin. And so and I said, but. The good news is, is that Jesus died to forgive us of those sins. Mm. And so I kept saying that. And people were like, go play in traffic, you pervert. You probably say that when you're raping kids, you little yeah, priest. Yeah. And and uh, and I was like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was tough. My, yeah. my, my wife was crying every day. My mom was calling me and saying, stop, stop engaging them. Mm. Um, she said, leave it alone. I can't believe you even talk about Jesus with her. And she's a Christian. And so. Uh, wow. And it's all love, you know what I'm saying? Um, we we patch things up, and she loves. She talks to me about Jesus now, my auntie. John? Wow, um, she's God. not a Christian, but she does like to talk about it. She's like, tell me about like what do you believe and stuff like that. I want to know what does it mean to be born again mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So we talk about that, but um, it started there, um, and then I, I preach on a corner, mm -hmm. and so I'm an open air preacher. So uh, when I preach on the street, I get that's actually one of the main questions I get asked yeah. is what what do you think about the LGBT community? What do you think about homosexuality? Mm -hmm. That one in marijuana, like those are like the two main <laughs> questions. Yeah. But, um, mix them. <laughs> but uh, then I want to say maybe about five or six years ago, my, my oldest daughter came out as, as a lesbian mm. and um, she was hiding this from us for a while. Wow. Um, she didn't want to tell us because she knew where, where we were Bible believing Christians. We, she knew that we were, we, we believe the Bible and what the Bible calls it. It calls it sin. Um, but she felt like she couldn't tell us. Right. Um, and um, she wound up cutting herself. Wow. And uh, getting get getting put in hospitals and running away a lot. And we were wondering where was all of this coming from. And it was because she couldn't tell us and it was eating her up alive. Wow. Wow. Um, I know a lot of people from. Hopefully, I can still be somewhat of a voice for the LGBT community because I would, having been there, would mm -hmm. say they would say you know. Um, that's because, um, like like you were just saying, she's not comfortable telling her truth. That's a big mm. thing I often hear and I've heard when I was in the lifestyle. Is, that's my truth. You're not allowing people to live it or express it. So how did that transition for her to eventually tell you, uh, you guys, I guess both you and your wife, that she was gay? Did it come out um, a little bit more organized and planned or did it come out because of all of those things surrounding, you know, her cutting and all of those different things? Um, I think it was it was it was around the cutting. Mm -hmm. um, because my wife was willing to do uh, anything. She says, if we need to go, and my wife is, <laughs> we all struggle with pride, mm -hmm. but this was something that my wife, my wife was, normally she's like, just get over it. Like, whatever you're going through, like, just get over it. Why are you cutting yourself? But she was being humbled through this, through yeah. this situation, and she was like, 
She's like, baby, whatever you need me to do, you want to go to counseling? We'll go, we'll do it together. She thought it was something she did. Yeah. She's like, why are you cutting yourself? Why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you depressed? Why are you going? What did I do to you? I, mm -hmm. I know I'm not the best mom. I know I haven't done right by you for for, for yeah. a while. And uh, my wife's only been a Christian for a few years. So so there was a lot of things, you know, um, that she didn't do right early on in, in, in raising her children. Yeah. And so um, she knows that, you know what I mean? And she's asked for forgiveness and stuff. But eventually it would weigh in on my daughter and she just came out with it. She's like, like, it's not you. Mm -hmm. It's this. Yeah. And so I guess just the just the love that my wife was sharing like with her was like, I, I want to know, like, like yeah. help me help you. And she's like, well, well, fine then. It's this. Right. Um, and then we saw like pictures from her at school and yeah and stuff like that. So so how um, I guess the obvious question is, how do you guys receive that? How did you guys take that when you heard her truth? You know, how did that um, especially with you've already expressing verse to me when we were talking prior mm -hmm. to our recording, but. Um, even as you say, you know, what the Bible does say, obviously you're a Bible believing Christian, right. the Bible doesn't support it. It's no real good light that it has, um, to say about the, the subject of homosexuality, lesbianism, right. any of those things. So since it's not ever been painted in a good light in the Bible, how did you guys do that for your daughter to, uh, make it, make her a little bit more comfortable or feel accepted or whatnot? Right. Well, I, I got to keep it funky because I told you we're we going to keep it real <laughs> yeah, and transparent. True. Um, when, when it, when it first, when she first told us, um, it hurt, it hurt only because I guess as parents, and this isn't as Christians, this is a, as a parent, yes. you're like, you know, yes. better. We taught you differently. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, whether that's right or wrong, you know what I'm saying? We just were like, you know better. You know that that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, and and in, in our minds, and me me as and she's not biologically my my daughter. Mm -hmm. So so I'm looking at her and I'm going, well, what happened? What went wrong here? Yeah. I'm thinking, is it the fact that her dad's not in her life? I'm thinking all these other stuff. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm saying, well, and she's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. She's gorgeous. I'm like, mm -hmm. and and me being a dude, I'm just I'm a dude. I'm like, okay, then what's your girlfriend look like? And when I saw her girlfriend, I was like. What did she look like? <laughs> she, she, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't what I, I I'm thinking she going to look, she going to find somebody that looks like her. Yeah. A young Latina woman. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I might be gay for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's just me as a, as a, you know, an ignorant yeah. man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, um, but when it, it was, it was weird at first, we, we tried to stop it. Mm -hmm. We tried to stop it, and if I could redo that again, then I, I, I yeah, they're trying to get rid of it. Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> get there, and right? Make it quick. <laughs> so uh, we we try to stop it, um, which if I could redo that again, and I, I wouldn't do that. Um, mm -hmm. I'd show more grace. Right. We were right. definitely uh, strict at that moment. We tried to cut her ties off with this girl, and we we mm -hmm. tried so many ways to restrict her from going that route. That the more we try to we try to pull, the more she pushed. Yeah. And the yeah. more she try to push, we try to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we try to pull and, 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 um, it was rough, bro. My, my wife spent nights crying. Um, I spent mornings and nights praying. Mm -hmm. Um, like, man, she was just with a dude like weeks before that, you know, yeah. where we try to, like we walked in and my wife walked in actually and, and caught her before she did anything that she was supposed to do right, right? in our house. Wow. And so it, we were like, what happened? How did that happen? Like you went from a dude to yeah. to a girl. Like what? It was it, 
we were all over the place, bro. Right. Emotionally, mentally, everything. We were all over the place. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the initial thought, anyway. Yeah, that's that's big, and I think any Christian parent. I guess could probably relate with your initial response because I'm not saying they would do it or have done it, but I think they can understand with when you're taught a certain way, you're brought up a certain way, you believe a certain way, and then you see something contrary to that belief. What yeah. do you do? Like, how, and that's not taught in church. That's you literally have to go to the Holy Ghost, you know, and ask Lord, how do I, by your Spirit, navigate this? Because this is we were not taught that. So it's so interesting that you're letting us in on that because I think it's gonna breathe some light on or. Um, uh, breathe some life into um, what exactly or how exactly should we do that? And I don't think there's gonna we're gonna come to a rubric on right, do these three right. four steps because I right. think it's each family is different, just like each person is different. Yeah. And I used to always say to people, you know, every gay person not the same person, just like all black people are not the same, all Christians <laughs> right. are not the same. So I right. think it's gonna be tailor made based off your situation. So if you're listening to this, don't you know be trying to get uh, you know a pen or a paper and write down your yeah. ten steps because this may not necessarily work for you. This but I want to. <laughs> right, right. You know, um, I think it's a by faith thing, and it sounds like that's what you guys are having yeah. to do. So, by faith, um, hopefully, I'm not putting words in your mouth. Is that what you had to do? Just by faith, you have to move forward, or how did you move forward with that first initial response to it to now, where it seems like you guys are at, which it seems like a little better of oh, a place. Oh, definitely in a better place. Um, but as a preacher, mm-hmm. uh, it. <laughs> I preached on it often, yeah, just yeah. so that she would understand. Right. Um, I would I would talk to her, um, and she understands. Like, and if and what's crazy is is like she believes the Bible to be true. Mm-hmm. She believes the gospel to be the only way of salvation. Like she believes that. Right. And um, she just knows that that's not what she wants right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she and she's not she's not one to, to say like, oh, I was born gay. She oh, believes okay. that she chose it. Oh, this okay. was something That's she chose. Um, okay. So this this is a, it's a different case, right? Cause, right. Uh, every case is different. Every case saying. is different. Um, but it was it was it was really tough, bro. When I say like we try to re- we try to restrict her in every which way yeah. we can. Um, she even we even sent her to another school, mm. and um, she just found a way to reach her her girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, it Always made things right. worse, bro. It really did. It yeah. Made things worse. Mm-hmm. Made her, she lied a lot more. She like we put her in a position where she wanted to do what she wanted to do so bad at like she would lie to us, she would steal, she would do a lot of other things because yeah. we're blocking her from um seeing this this person. Right. So so how did you transition to I'm I'm not saying you haven't loved her, but how did you get to the place where you're now um not that, you know, right. where it seems like you're right. I won't say you're more accepting of uh the lifestyle, but more accepting of this is what she's gonna do. How did you make that switch? Is there something you you did, or um, or yeah. advise other people to do, or something? Well, I guess shout out, shout out. Well, first and foremost, glory to God because I think God just kind of weighed in on our hearts that yeah, we're not handling this the right way. Okay. And so our conscience was definitely eating away at us because we're like, man, the more we try hard, the more we keep breaking this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, you try Riding build, you try strength. building something, and you know you. <laughs> You, you turn the, the wrench too hard and you might just break yeah. the, the, the board. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I feel like that's what was going on. But shout out to uh, my man Eddie and my man Christian and uh, a few other uh, friends of mine who, who are uh, homosexual. Just some of the rich conversations that we had. Because mm-hmm. because uh, it wasn't that like I was hating gay people. Right. Um, 
I just didn't, I didn't want that for my daughter. Like, I'm like, man, we raised her as a Christian. Like, why yeah. is this happening? Right. And the Bible tells us about stuff like this happening in our own families and stuff. Yeah. I just didn't want to believe it. Exactly. So I didn't have faith in the way I was dealing with my daughter at first. Okay. Um, I didn't have, it wasn't faith. Um, mm -hmm. But throughout time, God showed me my lack of grace. Yeah. And my need to believe him and trust him with, with my kids. Yeah. And then the conversations that I had with, with um, some other friends of mine who happen to be gay, as I'm sharing Jesus with them, and I'm, I'm sharing it in a way where I'm like, they're like, yeah, but it's, so you're saying just because I'm gay, I'm going to hell? I'm like, no, I'm saying that sin separates us from God. Mm -hmm. And if we're, if we're not right with God, then we go to, then we go to hell. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a heavy conversation to have yeah, in and of very, itself. Very. It's just that I was like, homosexuality is just, is, we act like it's the unforgivable sin and it's right. not. It's not. And so, so, um, after so many conversations, God started showing me. So then why are you acting like it is? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Humbling. It oh like man. Humble boy. Was... And it hit home for you to first start that humble process. So it's yeah. like, I think it had to, you had to grow up in love if I'm not overstepping. No, it's like you had to grow up in facts. love and, 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 and how he sees it, his perspective, his way, which I guess all of us are trying to do. Um, in some way, shape, or form, whether it be with this sin or any other, or just in our own personal life, we always equate things to just sin, and that's the way we need to grow up in, or that's something we need to grow up in. But right. just our attitudes, our approach, our perceptions, and stuff like that. So right. um, I, I remember a scripture that says, you know, children are the heritage of the Lord. So I remember talking to Amen. a friend, it's like, you have to go back to Jesus, back to the Lord about your children. You <laughs> know, it's like, I also think that there's another scripture that says, um, before he uh, before he we knew him before he before um we knew one another god knew us and he had a yeah. conversation about us and it hit me that have yeah. we ever considered going back to god about that conversation you had with my <laughs> child my daughter my son i don't have children but oh, with my god son i had that's to, good god really was grooming me up in that so it's like even wow. though i believe this even though i know the truth i just quoted a, a few scriptures of truth but it's like i need to grow up in love and having that conversation with the yeah. father who is love helps humble me to say okay how do i relate uncomfortable truths or maybe just shut my mouth on the truth and just more so walk in love and right if, if right. i need to and you know uh trust you with the rest so it sounds like you're growing into that or have grown into that yeah. um so how does it look for your daughter how does that growth look for her how is that i know she's not here with us but how does she has that changed y'all's relationship is it better now oh yeah um I, yeah i think i think me and my wife wound up having a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it, it happened at the same... We were both thinking about it at the same time. It was weird. Like, we knew it was God. Mm -hmm. And she she hit me up one day. She said, hey, we need to talk. I said, okay, come meet me. We work at the same job. Mm -hmm. So I said, come meet me in, in, in my uh, my office. So she comes to my office, and we're sitting down. She says, we need to talk about, you know, our daughter. I said, yeah, what's up? She says, it's about her friend. I said, mm -hmm. okay, her what's friend. up? Mm -hmm. She goes, um... I want to bring her to the house. And I looked at her and I went and I, I just put this big smile on my face and I went, okay. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay. Right. She said, I thought you'd say no. And I was like, no, I think that's what Jesus would have did. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And she goes, are you serious? And mm -hmm. I was like, is this weird? And yeah. she said, yeah, this is weird. Right. I said, yeah, that's why I think this is God. Right. That's like, so good and humbling you would even say. And I'm like, I think that. this is God. So, um, and we invited her over and we loved on her mm -hmm. and she loved us. And, um, we actually, me and this, me and this girl actually had a full blown conversation about why I was, I was, uh, at odds with their relationship. 
and I shared the gospel with her about three, four times, even mm -hmm. prayed with her. Mm -hmm. And she apologized on how much how much problems it caused in our home. Right. That kind of that kind of lightened the load a little bit exactly. for me. Like, cause she apologized, and I thought that that was big. Yeah. And then when uh, like lead foot was love, that's awesome. Yeah. And so she did that. She decided yeah, to come over and do that. Awesome. And so it wasn't like about a month later that my wife was like, I think we should invite her over. Yeah. And from there, man, I mean, my daughter opened up a lot more. That's good. Um, she was able to trust us. And we told her, we're, listen, we're going to make a lot of mistakes. We're going to make a lot of mistakes. That's good. That's and she was like, she was like, okay. We're like, but we want to invite her over more often. Mm -hmm. We have game nights. Invite her to game nights. Mm -hmm. um, she's like, are you serious? I don't think I like this. So, like, her her initial thought was like, no, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Y'all cool with it now after, like, three years? Yeah, yeah. And so, she, I think she's, for her, it's so used to keeping it. Because I, I remember doing this myself. Keeping it the two lives separate. Mm. And it's like you're merging these two things. It's like... It's like mm. malfunction system <laughs> system override. It's like yeah. okay, we've never known how to collaborate this in our minds of yeah. how did we reconcile these both two lives we were so used to living double, yeah. but now we're bringing together. So it's like you're familiar with coming out and stuff like yeah. that. So when she came out, she, it, now it seems like she's really out. Now she's really more comfortable or getting more comfortable, and whatever truth she's um, living. So how was that for her when you guys started doing that? Did she eventually? Uh, make that uh, adjustment and is she more comfortable now with her coming over does she still come over or um well they're they're complicated right now but, oh, okay. but uh <laughs> okay it but That's but uh relationship right but she felt cut like she wanted to hang out with us all the time she was like yo your parents are not what you said they were like wow. and wow. so that was really big for us because we're like yo we don't we don't hate gay people like we don't hate we it'd be the same thing like for my son if my son was sleeping with um sleeping with a with a girl mm -hmm. and we're telling him look bro you're fornicating yeah this is wrong right yeah but we're dating yeah but you guys are having sex yeah and one this 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 can alter your future mm -hmm. babies are great they're they're a blessing from the lord but mm -hmm. brother when you you're ready to take care of them yeah you're only 15 <laughs> years old my brother you know 50 16 now but you know, you're only 15, and this is just hypothetically. This hasn't happened, mm -hmm. um, right. but but just I would feel the same way about that. Right. Um, and so uh, when she had, when she was able to come over, we would have conversations. Um, nothing too deep, but she understood, and she was like, "Yo, your parents are fun. Like your parents yeah. are like, and they're young. Because I know I might look old, but <laughs> but uh, we're young, and so they realized that we take we took her out to like Aquatica. Wow. Like we went places, bro. Like we were going places. Um, That's amazing. Invite her out to eat with us and stuff like that. Birthday parties. That's it. That's it, it really That's did a lot world. for my daughter. And what was crazy was when we showed her that type of love, she was like, when it came down to like being like affectionate, like she wouldn't kiss kiss her. And this was just her. Nobody, like I don't remember telling her to do this, but right. but um, like you know, just watch out for us. I did tell her, um, hey, it's gonna be weird for us. Mm -hmm. So like you know ease up on us a little bit let's yeah. let's grow in this thing yeah and so but she took it upon herself to just say you know what hey let's look like when we kiss and stuff let's do that outside yeah like let's respect our parents home when we yeah. go yeah that's it, awesome it, she just grew in that yeah and we just started blossoming from there i feel like that's the human side of uh everything you know as a christian or not a christian i know we have people who possibly are not and there'll probably be probably a lot more who come from just hearing this who may not be Christians, who right. walk a different lifestyle, who accepted a different way of truth or life that we have um, introduced to you all through the podcast. But um, 
the human there we can never forget the human side of things and that's what yeah. i always go back to when we go to ephesians 4 15 we've been talking about that that scripture a lot it's like speak the truth in love so we mm. all can come to the unity of faith and right. the big thing is we want unity but what's the recipe for that it's truth and love and or we want change what's the recipe for that it's truth and love and so mm. i think i think for me that's what god was revealing to me that's what he's hinting after is speaking the truth but do it in love and the love should sometimes or most times be the lead foot because they're going to know us by our love as you know that scripture so it's Amen. like it seems like you guys if you didn't do it at first like you said you initially or as initially at first but you started to grow into that and that's what changed the whole atmosphere so if it changed the atmosphere i'm wondering what it can do with the individual yeah. and i think that's how it's going to start and so of course we don't want to major on the change part because we get in the way of trying to control them and right, right, trying right. to stop this or stop right. that but um it's interesting that you have found an atmosphere for change to even be welcomed in right. for for them to be open to express whatever truth that they believe or however they're living and it's interesting your daughter and how old is she uh she's turning 19 in a few months so how old was she when she this all began 14 15 wow so at yeah. 14 15 she um started that so it's it's just interesting that um everybody's growing into mm -hmm. this understanding of love and or agreeing on that. I often say on the podcast that love is our common commodity. We may not always agree on truth, but there should be some element of agreement on love since everybody wants it, needs it. It's scientifically proven that you you um, need it. They even I was looking at a study that say you can go X amount of days without without water, food. You can't go any amount of day without hope, it, and that's why we see you know unfortunately suicide and stuff like that. And so I think just loving them gave them hope in some way, mm. shape, or form. If not to change, it's just I'm comfortable with my parents. And they right. kept that human um, element to to y'all's interaction. So that's beautiful to me. And it's, I think hopefully it will be encouraging to you all to just open up on the love side or be more open to the love side and emphasize more on the love side than sometimes we do the truth just to balance it for my Christian brothers and sisters out there. Um, I did have a few other questions as we're diving into this um, that I, I did prepare for you. Um, when, how would you feel, especially about what, what you've talked about thus far, if your daughter, you know, she said it was something she chose and something that she's doing now. So it, we could mentally say that could be a phase or whatnot. Right. What if it's not a phase for her? Is this something she does for a long period of time? I won't say her whole life, but for a long period of time. Um, how would you, would that change anything about how you would approach her? or relate with her or anything like that especially now that she's getting older shows more freedom more liberty she has her she's developing her own um life here now yeah. so how does that what does that look like for you um and it's crazy because like you can know what the bible says about life and about about things mm -hmm. pertaining to life and you believe it as a Christian, like you believe it, but when it comes down to applying it, exactly. it's not as easy. Of and course, so in any area, in any area. Right. Mm -hmm. And and so uh, one of the things that the Bible talks about is that uh, about how a man must be born again. Mm -hmm. says, it says, unless a man be born again, he won't enter the kingdom of heaven. And so none of us chose to be born. Yeah. And so none of us can necessarily choose to be born again. Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, it's only God and his spirit through mm -hmm. faith in Christ that can. Right. Give us new life, right? And so right. when when I realized that God, only God is the one who can change hearts. Yes, yes. We kind of just saying that took we the load that. off my shoulder. Like I don't have to change my daughter. Yes, I just have it. to love her. Yeah, and it's not like this obligation to love her. 
I want to love her because I want to love her. Yeah, yeah. You don't forget the human side. And like you said, it's your daughter. And I think this is so interesting when it hits home, how quickly people can muster up all this love for their so-called child spouse or whatever who they once were rejecting or saying they'll never accept. Or I'll say it like this. it's I've seen people change completely when situations that they used to be really strong about and against and truth that they would stand up against or fight against that... um completely changed when it hit home and for you it hit home and i know like for me and my family when it hit home when all the gay jokes had to go out the door how they felt about gay people i'm not saying it they stopped they stopped feeling that but now they're were able to see the human side of every Mm. person regarding any issue so Mm. it's really beautiful that you are um at that place and now even helping us to get at that place and for those who aren't it's you're able to challenge us to get to that place because that's the only place that's gonna really allow change to come forth and right. really God to be and when I say change that you just said what I've been saying God is the only one who can change you um, because he does it through conviction he does it through love he does it through his drawing of his spirit and different things he's reaching that individual by right um, so it's interesting that Amen. you have learned that and are comfortable in that that's really difficult to know hey we don't see eye to eye we don't agree on this one specific thing but um, I'm still going to love past that. And so it just, for me, it just reaffirms how much and how powerful love really is, Amen. despite what we think, how, Facts. you know, small it may be to us. So that's, that's really good. I can go on and on and on, but that's so powerful. And I mean, and, and my prayer, my prayer is that, that um, she would come to know the Lord, right? right? Like I want, I want to see her in heaven one day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and uh, that's for anybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's for anybody and everybody. Like, yeah. I, I would love to see everybody go to heaven, man. And um, my prayer is that she be that she would change. Yeah. However, I still trust the Lord that no matter what, I mean, she has she has to she has to live life in in, in her own body. Yeah. She has to carry the carry her breath out in her in her way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and um, trying to force somebody to be a Christian is is never gonna work. Yeah. Uh, we've seen throughout history how that works out. We see how it happened in our own life when somebody yeah. tried to force us mm-hmm. to follow Christ. Like, like that don't, that don't ever. Imagine trying to force uh, somebody you're dating to love you. Yeah. Oh you know what I'm saying? Gosh. Or or That's force a, a stranger to love you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And God loved us when we were strangers to Him. So yeah, um, that kind of helped me to. That's beautiful. I love how you put that forcing somebody to love you who doesn't. So and and that's the thing we keep talking about over the podcast that uh, Christianity is a is a um, religion. It's it's they call it a religion from the world's perspective, but it's really a relationship. And if you think about any relationship, works through you need trust and you need love. Those are two major. And of course, we say communication. So we can say those three are the most important things for any relationship. And if your relationship with Christ is a true relationship. We can't Bible beat you into that because of those three components. I can't force you to believe something you don't believe. I can't force you to love somebody you don't love. And I also cannot help you or make you communicate with somebody you don't believe in or change you if you don't want to change. Like those things makes you, it humbles you. It's, I would assume, probably challenging even too to just stay yeah. in that position of saying, yeah. okay, I'm just going to love. You're not going to Bible beat her. You're not going to preach to her in the sense of condemning her. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do all of these different things. I'm mm. just going to love. And we always put that word just, which is limiting, but it's like, I'm just going to love her. But 
you're seeing right now with the benefit that come right. out of that, right? Right. So that's that's so beautiful. Um, do you guys have issues from the outside world, maybe people in the faith or outside of the faith of Christianity who combat the way you've handled this? And has that been difficult navigating now that you, you know, we're talking about just loving. Is that a problem for people who are outside of the faith or in the faith that think that you need to do more or um, you shouldn't be doing that or whatever? Do you run into those type of issues? Um, at first, at first we did because they thought we were being uh, too strict and we were. Mm -hmm. So people were like, hey, you're being too strict on her. And that was coming from outsiders, like people who are not of the faith. So mm -hmm. so. Um, they were like, yeah, yeah, you're being, you're being too strict. You need to calm down. Let her, let her do her thing. Let her get all her that. A lot. This was from from some family members that were like, man, let her get it all out of her system. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like that was the way they were treating it. Yeah. And we were like, no, we don't like. What if she dies tomorrow? And you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying she dies in her sin and stuff like yeah. that. And like we were, we were so we were so concerned about that, but we weren't trusting the Lord. Yeah. There was no faith the in that. That's the key. And so, so um. That's a, that's gonna. I believe that's gonna really bless parents when you talk about trusting the Lord. Oh, you have man. to, even with your own kids. But they before they were yours, they were his. And yeah, that's man. Always, always and anything can happen. This has nothing to, like on any level. Like yeah, like they can be going to practice after school and something happened. Like yeah. you never know. You just have to trust the Lord and have mm -hmm. faith that God knows what He's doing with with, yeah. with our kids. Um, but uh, as far as in the faith, believe it or not, bro. And I feel like this is an area where I think either people who are struggling with it need to be more vocal about it yes or um and the church needs to be more uh gracious with how they handle it yeah because when it came down to it bro nobody in the church knew how to address us yeah our leadership didn't know how to do it and shout out to my church leadership at the time mm -hmm. um they they were really loving people but they didn't know yeah. how to handle it like they were like um we uh and mm -hmm. like well hug you from a distance we don't know like yeah. how to even feel what you're feeling right now yeah or to go what you're going through because nobody here has been through that yeah and even my pastor at the time like his kids were like young like six and seven like mm. our, my kids are in high school already and like he's like i don't even know how to deal with it yeah so you never think and i guess never think you would have to especially like right you could probably contest that you never thought you would have to have this conversation you never thought be here talking about this now and, and working through this with the lord like you said trusting him so you know, you never know what would um, come against or come on your doorstep. So I think if you're equipped in love and have the faith of God and faith in God, I guess you can say yeah. it'll um, take you along those uncomfortable journeys, which it sounds like I don't want to say it's uncomfortable in the sense of loving somebody who doesn't believe what you believe, but probably uncomfortable and just having to grow into that, you know, yeah. um, or challenge yeah. to grow into that. So um, but would you, you would so you would say that it's not been much controversy on somebody knowing that you have a, a gay daughter or um any of that like shame or guilt a lot of that's what i've heard parents deal with of having yeah. to accept that their child is gay or maybe struggling with that or whatnot i haven't had anybody within the faith mm -hmm. come sideways at me like that like i've never known it's always been like well we're praying for you right um, no one ever had anything to say yeah. like, other than I was praying for you. And that was good enough for me. Like, right. well, thank you. Because if right. you don't know, then I'm not asking you to kind of build build something up. Yeah, and tell make me, it like, up as you go. Yeah, no. make it up as you go. Like, don't fake it till you make it. Like, no, I appreciate that. Pray right. for me and let God guide you on how to pray for me. And, and um, Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, nobody nobody came sideways. Nobody nobody was shaming her as far as the church goes. Um, I think possibly. 
maybe possible that we would shame her at times without without knowing we were. Yeah. Um, where we were saying things like "that's nasty," yeah. "that's disgusting," and yeah. that's and and we're sharing our point of view. At that point, it's our opinion when we yeah. say it's nasty and disgusting. That's our yeah. opinion. Um, and so those things made her feel distant from us, and and wow. that was us doing that. Wow, wow. You know, that was us doing that, and. Unfortunately, wow. that's something that we did, and I had to, you know, bring that to the Lord and confess that sin yeah. to, my, to my God too. So yeah, so it's just it's so much growth on both ends, her and yours. So much even change on both ends, her and yours. And so we don't, of course, want to magnify just that one because it's so much. Like I've said often, when God accepts you, grace changes you. What we believe, yeah. the acceptance part is one end, the the change part is the other end. But the change is not coming from me, but it's coming from Him. But Amen. it's coming from a holistic standpoint, not just a thing, right. you know. So it's like, I think that helps. It helped me to trust God with my sexuality, and I think it's going to help your your daughter as well to say, you know, God doesn't want to change my my sexuality; He wants to change me. And the ultimate change is getting born again. So, or add her to the list of people that we're praying for here, and hopefully you all can um, pray as, pray for as well. And give us your daughter's name again. I don't know if you got Karen. It. Karen. So we're definitely be doing that and, and praying for you and your family because that can be, you know, an uphill battle. But I think you guys have a smooth terrain of now knowing what it takes to get through it. Um, you're going through it, but I believe you'll get through it. And, you know, I think there's a light at the end of every tunnel of any yeah. darkness that we go through. Yep. And as long as we put that faith in God, somehow it's like somehow he always changes. And, and hopefully my story has been encouragement to you and others because there's so many of us out there. Yeah. Like you said, are not talking about it, but who are personally struggling with it, who have struggled with it. Some people have said, you know, they, they've delivered from it, don't even have any type of desire. Some people they say they have the desire, they're just controlling them. So that's why what I believe and I'm trying to relate to others is God accepts you. Grace changes you, not people, but grace does. Amen. And then you control you. So no matter where you fall in that line, there's going to be something for you. There's yeah. going to be acceptance. There's going to be that that environment like we were talking about. And you're saying you've established for your daughter that acceptance. Hey, you can come to us. You can right. talk about this. And really what I found out is getting into somebody's world, even have been in the lifestyle. There's so much stuff I don't even know. So it's like when I talk to somebody who was in it, been in it, struggling with it, who just loves to, to be in it. Um, everybody's story is different. So let me right. hear your truth. What did, what did you, which is your experience? What is your experience with it? Right. And I have to set up that environment for that. And it sounds like you guys have done that. Um, and then allowing and trusting God with, okay, you're going to change her. That's the grace changes you part. And it's like, in the meantime, as God starts to develop you and you start having your own walk with God, God will teach you what you need to control, what you need to reject. And that's still going to require you to trust God with. So yeah. that's a, that's a beautiful um, thing that you um it's funny because we've never talked before this but it's uh, it's funny you guys are learning these same three things apart from even being connected to mm. what we're doing here so that's just more confirmation for me and i don't want to take over the <laughs> interview here but um it's it's just a blessing to me Praise so God, man. i think um i had a couple more questions and i won't hold you too long um so you would say ultimately your your uh what I, I would say this what would be your advice to parents who may be in this situation if this comes knocking at their door what is the stuff mm -hmm. that you've learned that you can relate to them to i think you've touched on most of it but just bring it all home for them i think i think the word and you've brought it up several times i think the word to remember is love Mm -hmm. And the greatest love, Jesus tells us what the greatest love is. He says, there's no greater love than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Yeah. Right. And then you say, well, that's laying down your life for a friend. Like, but 
the way that they're acting or the way that they're living, mm-hmm. I don't want to be their friend or that's not the right way to do things. And mm-hmm. then when you look at it, the people that Jesus was calling friends, they all left him. Wow. And he was still willing to give his life for them. Yeah. And he was dying for them and he was dying for sinners. They sinned against God. Mm. And so God loved us when we were unlovable. Yeah, that's it. God was patient with us when we were unlovable. He was forbearing with us when we were unlovable. There, there, And he was gracious and merciful towards us when we weren't his. Yeah, that's true. And it was this love that he had for us when we weren't his that wound up weighing in on our hearts to say, God, you love wow. me. Wow, that is so true. And so if God did that with us, then we have to share that same kind of love with our children. Mm-hmm. If they happen to be in this situation where you have a child that's that's homosexual or or you have a child that's that's a, a drug addict or you have a mm-hmm. you have a, a, a child who is depressed and struggling with with uh, suicide, whatever the situation is um, that makes it hard to love your children. Mm-hmm. Um According to your convictions and your beliefs, yeah, it's like, man, well, it's just hard Conviction. to love them. Yeah. They're atheists or they're this or they're that, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you got to remember that God loved you when you didn't love Him. Yeah, and going so going back to that, yeah, yeah it's just going back to that love. Remember, remember your God and how He loves you. Yeah, and when you think about how much He's loved you through, oh my God, <laughs> my God, how much He's loved us through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let that soak in. Let it marinate. Mm-hmm. Let it sizzle. Sip to that. I know right? we didn't really get our teeth started, but yeah, right? we sip on that. And then, and then direct that that same love that God has given given you to your children, and yeah. and trust Him that He knows what what's going what's going on with this. Um, so and never stop that love. Like never grieve the Holy Spirit and quench the Holy Spirit from yeah. flowing that way. Yes. Because on one side you want to love your children. And as they're getting older, they're making their own decisions. They're teenagers, and you're like, "Oh, well, I gotta let them do their thing." Mm. But yeah, but this is, this is wrong. You want to stand for what's right, but understand that as they get older and they start to do their own thing, they're going into their own life. You gotta trust the Lord that that He knows. Yeah, He knows what's gonna go on. Those are His first before they were ours. Absolutely, I love that. That's so encouraging. I'm gonna take that for when I have. You know, uh, I had I had a part-time kid. I always call my godson part-time because <laughs> I can give him to his, his actual mother. But um, I'll take that even for my own life and when it's time for me to have kids. But um, what would you say now to a uh, 13, now they're even getting younger, 12, and yeah. 10, 8-year-old, who says, I believe I'm gay. I'm struggling with that. Um, how do I tell my, my, my parents or what should I do about this? And from the perspective that you see it now, what, how would you, what would you say to them? Especially the younger ones. So, well, to the younger ones, I'd probably just uh, let them know that um, if that is, I I used to deny that my daughter was gay. Mm-hmm. I'd say, no, she's she's not gay. She's not gay. Mm-hmm. It's a phase. You're not gay. You're just going through something, yeah. right? And and um, that would that was actually hurting her. Yeah. When I would say things like that, wow. and and um and I and no matter no matter if I believed it was a phase or not because I really did I was like it's just a phase I know mm-hmm. I've had a lot of friends of mine that were girls that you know they, yeah. they like girls too and we used oh, to bring yeah. them around mm-hmm. because of that so I was like with girls it's a little different when it's guys it's like there's this yeah, macho so if you're willing it. to give away all of that then you must be gay yeah um, with girls it's like oh it's, it's kind of like it's okay it's accepted mm-hmm. but she was like no I'm only girls and so that so I was just saying like oh no you're not gay and that was hurting her it was making her feel bad um, so I would never advise any parents to say that um, 
love your child, accept your child for what your child is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I would tell the the, the twelve year old, the thirteen, the fourteen year old that that um if that's what if that's what you believe you are and that's the way you feel, um, I hear you, mm-hmm. I feel you, um, I still love you, mm-hmm. um, and God loves you. Yeah. Um, God 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 tells us in His Word that it is a sin. Um, but it's a sin just like fornication is a sin. It's a sin mm-hmm. just like lying is a sin. It's a sin just like stealing is a sin. Um, and Christ died to forgive those, to forgive us of those sins. Because there's always hope. There's always, always hope. That's good. There's always hope. And to every Christian who, and I hadn't learned this too, so it's not like I'm pointing the finger. We can't run around condemning yeah. Every homosexual person that we see. Exactly. Uh, we can't point the finger. We don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in. Right. And if we're really trying to do the will of God, mm-hmm. we want to see all people saved. Right. And so saying that they're going to hell yeah. and leaving it there, you're just leaving <laughs> oh, it there. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to hell. Like, well, where's the hope? If your message doesn't come with hope, then it's not of God because yes. God brings hope. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Because that's exactly what happened to me. You know, I wish I knew this before. I may have never even stepped into the lifestyle. But so many things you said, I didn't know, just tying this back home to to me and my own personal mm. walk with God. I didn't know um, what God really, I knew what the Bible said. But believe it or not, I felt like I didn't know how God felt. And I know the word mm. of God is the same thing. But it's like, Lord, relate this to me in my situation, mm. my scenario. So I need to understand uh, the love portion of this. The word of God is not, and how it was taught to me was always mm. on the truth portion. So I know what the word of God says, like I said, right. but the love portion, which I knew God always was, I needed to understand that. I needed to understand that love portion. And I think once I begin to understand it, it softened my heart, like you were saying earlier, it softened my heart to come into the truth portion of it. Right. It's like, oh, I can accept this thing because now there is hope. And so I think that's so big that we give people hope in every sin. You know, we're just talking about homosexuality now, but every sin there should be hope for because right. Jesus died for all those sins. Right. So um, that is so encouraging. And like I said, I wish I knew it prior because I think when I came out and said I was gay and I was going to go that way and you guys can't see, you know, uh, Mario now, but he, this is a very masculine man. So it's like, this is interesting how God can just change things. So again, giving you hope. But I remember when I came out, I didn't relate with the masculine man and mm. I didn't have hope there. And mm. I didn't have hope where everybody was trying to push me or control me to go to. And then it's like, but I still believe Jesus. I still believe there's a truth there, but it's mm. like, how do I reconcile those things? And so what really changed me and turned my convictions around uh from one way to the next way or the way i should say was just the love i came into that experience and that's not taught through religion so Mm. yeah i didn't have religious parents but um love my parents but i I also didn't i think they were almost like well it's whatever you know whatever you do you (laughs) you know but so my dad wasn't like that but my mom was so it's like um she ran the house (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um it was just interesting you have to have that balance but it's 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 if i would have known okay the truth of it from my parents from from the word of god from god okay but also the love of it i think that balance would have possibly i don't know would have caused me to change uh my mind about different things and just kind of seek god about those but who knows i think 
my parents always trusted God and now look where I'm at. You know, that's just my story. So praise God. So I'm, I'm praying the same for, for, for her. And I think that there needs to be, now that you bring it up, I think there needs to be a space, um, especially for, for, uh, for gay men, um, mm -hmm. to feel comfortable, yes. um, being who they are. Um, when it comes to like, say, say you have some, some homosexual men that are, are curious about Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they feel like, well, if I follow Jesus, then do I have to stop dressing like this or doing this? And mm -hmm. there needs to be a space where you could just say, well, hey, bro, yeah, bro, you, no one's telling you to, no one's, no one's telling you to change your shirts. No one's telling you yeah. to change, bro, like come as you are, bro. Just, yeah, as just you are. spend some time with Jesus. Um, Peter, Peter in the Bible was, was a roughneck, um, mm -hmm. fisherman. <laughs> he was a, he was a, he was a thug. And, yeah, okay. and, and, and this guy, the more he hung out with Jesus, the yeah. more Jesus rubbed off on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just the love Guilty that Christ had. There it is. <laughs> and so just the love that Jesus had wound up rubbing off on him to where yeah. he was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is who I am. His yeah. identity becomes Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not, um, it's not his clothes or it's not his style. It's not the way he walks or the way he talks. It's it's the identity that he mm -hmm. has in Jesus. Yeah. And so for some men, now that you bring it up, it's like for some men who are who are either gay looking into Christianity or are Christians but struggling with mm -hmm. their homosexuality because they were gay. Yeah. And now they stopped, but they still have the, the temptations yeah. going on. And they feel like, well, I'm not Mario. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I'm not Mario or I'm not, I'm not, you know, Billy Bob over there with yeah. you know with his you know cutting wood and stuff and his big beard mm -hmm. like that's not me. So where do I fit in? There needs to be a space provided yeah. um, mm -hmm. um, for for men and particularly in that area. Yeah, and, and I think for women as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That is so good. And perfectly, we can partner with whoever or start something to create that space. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's just talking like like I said, there's a lot of people who struggle and talk uh, uh don't have a safe place to talk or yeah. you know just divulge their truth their issues their struggles but then there's also some who have who would tell me more about the bible than i than i even knew but they're like i, I still don't have that again that space to you know sort this stuff out figure this stuff out or be comfortable while i'm figuring it out just yeah. to live this way and so it's like um we have to grow in love like you said to make that space and i think it's going to start there so um i'm praying that you know gotta use us at you know gay apparel gotta accept you to do whatever we gotta do to be that or help with that and i know there's so like i said so many secret struggles i was that's yeah. what i always say in my prayer like there's secret struggling people yeah. who are dealing with not just this but all kind of things and they need they need safe havens. And yeah. so that's what I've, I've been saying and praying. So um, is there anything else you would like to tell the viewers or I would say viewers, listeners, listeners. Um, uh, in the community, outside of the community? Any any last words or encouragement? Um, I know we've had you on for about a good 40, 50 minutes. And um, this, is, I think, was good for all of the people who were able to listen to it. And I think this will be able to be shared among the masses to really just start these comments we have to start these conversations yeah. so um anything you like to say as we end this one um well i think uh from this conversation we could take that these conversations need to happen mm -hmm. um communication needs to happen so if you are if you are um homosexual or you're struggling with your homosexuality or whatever the case is and you're curious about faith or you come from a faith-based community and you're and you're homosexual mm -hmm. and you're trying to see where is your place in all of this um 
these commun- th- these conversations need to happen. Yeah. We need to communicate this. Feel free to to talk to leadership. Feel free to grab some Christian friends and just just be real about where you are. Yeah. yeah. Um and 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 um be real. be real about where you are. Don't hide it. And um and the only hope and this goes for heterosexuals, homosexuals, um black, white, latino, asian, um veterans and anybody mm. and everyone that um God demonstrates his love towards us that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. Yeah. Um Christ died so that our sin debt can be canceled, we can yeah. be reconciled to God. Um his death paid it all and his resurrection is proof that it paid it all. It the check cleared. Yes. Jesus's resurrection <laughs> from the dead us. is proof that there is an afterlife. It mm-hmm. is proof that we can we can live forever with 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 peace and mm-hmm. and live forever with God. Yeah. Um, and those who put their trust and faith in that message, um, can be set free from whatever whatever sin that they have in their life, mm-hmm. whatever stronghold, whatever struggle is going on in their life. Yeah. Um, we can be set free from that and be reconciled to God, and and that's where we get that true love and that true hope that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, it's only found in Jesus. So this is not, this is not a. a targeting homosexuals this is targeting everyone who sins and every mm-hmm. and, and the bible says all of sin and fallen short of the glory of god yeah absolutely that is good that is it so that is it has been a blessing and i hope to have you on um maybe in the near future Again. talking more about other topics that will come up and um if you um i know you said you mentioned on here that you preach and teach and share the word of god is there anywhere that people can maybe connect with you on you have a social media platform or facebook you feel comfortable letting people yeah. reach out to you yeah um yeah you can you can hit me up on facebook mario sierra mm-hmm. um spell your last name for me. s-i-e-r-r-a like okay. sierra miss sierra oh, okay. truck sierra mountains easy to remember right put that in um, bio. Uh, yeah, just hit me up on Facebook. Um, hit me up on Messenger on my Facebook. Uh, if you want my phone number, you can hit me up there, mm-hmm. um, and we'll 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 chop it up. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And so he's obviously open to help and counsel and disciple and just love on you. So um, this is another brother in Christ. I'm so glad we were able to get in contact. And Likewise, so um, we're gonna lock this in and close it out. Um, of course, if you guys have anything else you further want us to discuss or dive into, you can always email God accepts you info at gmail.com. And remember, it's God, period, accepts, period, you, period, info at gmail.com. Or um, if you ever want an apparel item or any other resources, I put a lot of what we've already discussed, even the, some of the scriptures are on our resource center at the you the number two dot com. So you can reach out there for resources and then reach out to somebody just to help yeah. sort this stuff out and so Mar is one of those brothers who can help you and if he's talking with me he can definitely talk with you if you happen to be in the lifestyle outside of lifestyle know somebody in the lifestyle or just even something completely contrary um um I'm, i believe he can be a blessing to you he has a background and a story we didn't really get time to dive in here but um he really relates on a whole bunch of different um backgrounds and um, demographics and all all kind of things so he crosses all of that stuff so i think that's it for today hopefully you all were blessed um do you want to close us out in prayer i want you to pray for anyone who may be presently struggling or dealing with that um trying to sort through their faith uh and even parents i think that's the big thing i think that will hit really really good for those who are um parents yeah most definitely so we're close that out appreciate it bro 
Heavenly Father, first and foremost, we just want to lift your name up. Mm -hmm. and thank you, Lord God, for today. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to uh, fellowship with Chris mm -hmm. and our and our listeners. Um, thank you for this this opportunity to, to share Christ, to share truth, to share love. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just thank you, Lord God, that you've called us to this grace. Yes. Thank you for being so loving and merciful and patient with us. Um, and showing us by example how we should love one another. Um, I want to pray for anyone who, who might be listening to this podcast, Lord God, that might be in a homosexual lifestyle. Lord God, what, whatever hurt is in their heart that the church might have done by saying things towards them to make them feel ashamed, mm -hmm. to make them feel condemned, to make them feel hurt and broken, and to, to push them away to where they don't want to come to the church and speak to someone and don't want to come to church to, to hear about Jesus and his love and the hope that he provides and the peace that he provides because somebody in the church has hurt them. Lord God, I pray, Lord, we pray that you work in their heart, Lord, to forgive those people mm -hmm. who have said those things that have hurt them. Please forgive the people, Lord God, that have hurt them. Lord, and may you may you bring peace to that person and may you draw these people to yourself, Lord God. Yes, yes. Draw them to yourself. None of us wanted you, Lord God, but it was your your pursuit of us, your desire, your longing for us, and your love towards us sinners um, that, that wound up changing our heart. That if you can love us the way we are, then you're trustworthy. Um and Father, I want to pray for, for anyone who who uh, might be struggling with their homosexuality as a Christian. Mm -hmm. They're Christians that, that um, have given their life to Jesus. They've been born again by the Spirit, but they, um, they still struggle with the temptations. Mm -hmm. They still think about going back to their former life because they don't feel there's a place for them in the church. Mm -hmm. They feel like they're judged. Um, they feel like um, that... Uh, they can't be too open about what they what they feel and what they're thinking mm -hmm. about because it will make other Christians feel awkward and, and 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 make them feel you know like like it's disgusting and it's nasty but it's real mm -hmm. um, and this is a real thing for people Father so uh, we pray Lord for these people Lord that they would that they would look to you for their shelter for their refuge for their safety Lord God as their fortress as their 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 place of solace and and comfort and that in that place in that 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 secret place lord yes. god they would learn to be able to lay it all down and so that when it comes to being around other christians they'll be real with them too yes yes um you tell us in your word that if we confess our faults to one another that there is healing in that and so, Father, when, when, when they're not bringing that to their brothers or their brothers and sisters are being awkward, it's, 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 it's stopping the flow of healing yes. in these relationships, Lord God. So we pray for their healing. We pray, Lord God, that you give them the, the, um, the faith that they need to overcome that resurrection power in their life, yes. to overcome these temptations and these obstacles in their way. We pray for, the, for, for covering over their life, that they would not go back to the world, yes. that they would put their hands to the plow and not look back. Lord God, we pray for, for community to be uh, around them, yes. to, to encourage them, to build them up. Lord God, to strengthen them, Lord, when they feel like they're, they're alone. Lord God, um, to anyone who's, who's listening that feels alone. Mm 
um, because of their their sexual preference, Lord God, or or their former sexual preference, and they still feel alone. Lord God, they are not alone. We are here with them. We're praying for them, Lord God. But more importantly, you are there with them. Yeah. You yeah. see their tears. You know their cries. You know their hurts and their pains. Mm -hmm. um, and Father, uh, we want to pray for the parents mm -hmm. of 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 anyone uh, who is homosexual, any parents who are having a hard time with this. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Chris's parents have been there. Mm -hmm. um, even if they didn't voice themselves as much as, as, as they, they would have liked to, out of love for him, they kept their mouth closed mm -hmm. or, or they kept it on a hush for the most part or limited their amount of words. Yes. Uh, yeah. Father, we pray for these parents who are going through this. Um, myself and my wife included, yes. um, that you will help us to see your love. Yeah. You will help us to see your patience and your joy and your gentleness and your, your control and your, your peace mm -hmm. and your humility and that we would look to be fruitful in those ways in the way we deal with our children. Help us to trust you with our kids Help us to trust you with their lives, with their decisions, but also help us to stand for truth. Help us to stand in righteousness that we don't have to waver. We don't have to give in to the culture. We don't have yes. to give in to the times, but we can stand firm on God's word, but be willing to love our children no matter what. Yes, God. Because you love us no matter what. Mm -hmm. and, and Father... Um, pray for this for this ministry i just want to uh, pray a special prayer for my brother chris yes god um i want to thank you lord god for the calling that you have on his life i thank you that i can even uh stand next to him and be a part of it even but for a moment um i'll continue to pray for him and in, in, in his endeavors on what you've called him to do i'm thankful for what you've called him to do and just pray lord god that you bless him um with more partners with more ministries that see the 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 power in this ministry that see see your backing and your support over this. What matters most is what you think of him and what you think of 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 the role that you have him on, um, and help him to trust you and you alone. Help him to listen to your voice, Jesus. You said your sheep know your voice and they follow and they obey, and help him to block out every other voice. Help him to block out any other hater, any other person who is just looking to be a, a, an obstacle. Mm -hmm. And help him to see where you are, where the good shepherd's going, yes. that he might follow your lead. Um, and Father, I pray, Lord God, that you anoint him and 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 give him, and enhance his gifts that he has right now Lord, and equip God. him with more Thank you, Lord. Um, to do what you've called him to do. This, this is a blessing. This is going to be a blessing to so many people and so much more. Um, thank you for this. Thank you for this, Lord God. And we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hopefully you all were blessed. I know I was. Now, hopefully you drank all your tea. You've got your, <laughs> yourself all together and wiped your tears if you're crying over there. But God bless y'all. Hopefully y'all were blessed by this. And I'm blessed. I'm encouraged. And hopefully we'll see or hear from Mario again. If not, you guys know where to find him. And you know where to find us. Until next time, God accepts you and grace changes you. Love you. I'll talk to y'all then.